0: good morning everybody this is your man l jamal coming through once again with another edition of never out of bounds not a whole lot of talk not a whole lot to talk about today uh but nevertheless some important things to get into i got the word on the street today as well as some nba free agency so let's get right into it like i said with the word on the street and the first story is going to come local at least for me uh it's going to this is going to take place in san francisco and it looks like uh san francisco has become the first city to ban e-cigarette uh e-cigarettes excuse me uh, city supervisors unanimously passed a bill on tuesday and It will go into effect after 30 days uh pretty much after the mayor london breed signs off on it the ban will be in effect until marketing has been cleared by the fda now my question is what the hell why is this even a, a issue especially when we have actual tobacco products still on the market still killing people at alarming rates through lung cancer uh, heart disease so on and so forth nobody's stopping the regular the regular you know cigarettes but somehow e-cigarettes are the culprit why i don't know uh they're gonna say uh there's a significant public health uh, risk to uh, well, consequence to minors? This is according to the actual uh, bill itself. Uh, the writing that came within the bill. Uh, like I said, significant public health consequence to minors. That's what they're saying here. The CDC is reporting uh, that in February 4.9 middle and high school students were vaping. Uh, that is up from 2018 when it was 3.6 million. I would also want to know the figures of how many teens that are smoking. I bet you it's just as high. I bet you it's just as high in general. In general, teens are smoking. Why are teens smoking? For whatever reason tobacco was being made available to these kids. That's the issue, not so much the tobacco itself or the e-cigarettes themselves. My question is why are they Why are they being given to kids? We already know you can only be 21 and up to even purchase these things. You have to have ID, right, when you go to the store. How does this happen? I'm more concerned about that than the actual cigarettes themselves, uh, the e-cigs the for that matter themselves. Uh, This is a quote here, though, however, from the CDC director, Robert R. Redfield. Uh, He goes on to say the skyrocketing growth of young people's uh, e-cig use over the past year threatens to erase the progress made in reducing youth tobacco use. Again, my question is, how are these these teens coming into contact with these um, these e-cigarettes? They have to be purchased at a store, right? You have to have some type of identification, Are they using fake IDs. All these stores not necessarily following through on uh, on the checking of IDs. We don't know that, but I'm I'm sorry. If a product is if a product is made for 21 and up or 18 and up, in the case of uh, tobacco, then again. Uh, if, if you don't have, I mean, again, when you go to the store, somebody should be looking at your ID. I don't know how, I mean, 4.9, middle and high, that must be, that must be seniors or 18-year-olds or, or something like that. Because, again, you cannot be 18, you cannot be uh, younger than 18 purchasing uh, E6. So the fact that they're on a middle school campus, I'm not going to, hey, you know, facts are facts, numbers are numbers. Uh, you know, and I, I, and I, you know, of course, this is, you know, my show here, and I always talk about facts, and I talk about stacks, stats, and numbers. Um, you know, being so important and putting so much uh, emphasis on them. But again, I, you know, sometimes you know you look at a certain fact or you look at a certain number, and. It just doesn't make any sense here. I'm sorry. It, it just doesn't make any sense to me uh, because you would have to be ID'd in any situation in which you are buying uh, any type of tobacco. So if, if if there is a significant spike in teen usage, if we're talking, especially if we're talking under the age of 18, because we got to remember 19, 18, that's still teenage years, it's not necessarily adult years, but again, once you're 18, at least in California, you are legal legal to to uh, purchase tobacco. Now we have to figure out who's purchasing these tobacco products how are they you know how are they getting these tobacco products without an actual ID because that's the only way I could see it so don't get me wrong I mean facts are important figures are important but at sometimes you got to you know you got to think outside the box and say well how are they getting this who uh, who exactly is being affected How, how is this even going down again I, I just I just don't get it because if you're if me myself even me, myself, I still get carded places where I go just because I look young. So I know these, these, these young teenagers are not just going in these stores or just getting e six unless they're not getting their IDs checked, unless they're using fake IDs. Again, we're going to have to do a, 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 a revamped investig. We're going to have to do some type of investigation because, again, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to 4.9 middle school age kids get a contact with a e-cig again when in majority of the states I'm not too sure about every state but I'm pretty sure in the majority of states you have to be 18 and up to even purchase uh these things and you would have to have some type a some type of visual ID on your person in order to purchase these things if you are considered to look young again you got some you know some old looking teenagers okay That might happen every now and again, but not enough for no 4.9 million, enough from 3.6. Again, I think that needs to be, you need to look a little bit more about what's going on there. Uh, Maybe, maybe uh, people are overlooking, overlooking IDs, maybe people are not looking at IDs, maybe people are not uh, fully checking them. Maybe they don't don't have the technology to fully uh, scan the ID to really make sure they're just going on their eye test. There could be many factors here, again. I, it's very weird to me how a product that ha, that's restricted by age is somehow being bought uh at, at an extremely large uh, l- a large rate uh, apparently uh the ban will also prohibit the manufacturing and distribution of e-cigs in the city as well uh and but this is another this is a uh, this say quote here coming from the spokesperson of Jewel, a uh a I would say a prominent vape company in the area in the San Francisco Bay Area uh, his name is Ted Kwong he goes on to say create uh well to create a thrive well these changes uh these um this this uh, ban here will go on to create a thriving black market instead of addressing the uh, the actual causes of underage access and use I completely agree with that because, again, they're just going to find another way to sell them low-key. And guess what? They're still going to target miners if that's the case. Because at that point in the black market, you don't need ID. You can just go buy it. Just be honest with you. That's why it's the black market. So you don't really address the issue. I still see the issue getting somewhat even more out of hand because, again, you, don't have the, you, you can't regulate it because you can't check it. You can't look at an ID. You can't do that because, again... There's no regulated place in which you can do that. Uh, again, I feel again I feel like a company at, like Jewel uh, who might have storefronts or however they're operated. Again, I don't I don't smoke e-cigs. I well for those of you who may not know, I smoke weed, so this ain't really my problem. So again, but again for these guys, you know I, I can imagine you know a reputable you know company or store of course i already know this is they would obviously already know underage smoking you know is a problem is a hassle so i'm pretty sure companies or 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 shop that might sell vapes you know at least for the most part i would say a good majority of them should be you know checking ids uh you know scanning them, so on and so forth. Again, the spokesperson here at Jewel, he went on to Mr. Quang, he went in on, uh, Ted Kwong, he went in on to elaborate on that and what they're doing to improve their situation in terms of uh tracking, uh you know, ages and keeping on top of that. So again, I think it's a little bit exaggerated or either that, or I think for the most part, the stores, the storefronts that are selling these e-cigarettes are not doing their job. Again, at my job, at my day job, um, we are required to enter the date of birth into our system in order to allow an alcohol purchase. So, again, it, it, to me, it's, it's a weird thing uh, that this, this number has spiked like this. Again, I'm not going to say that the, the CDC is lying. I'm not going to outright say that. But, again... Um, there has to be another outlining outlier into this, and then another outlier to why these numbers are up like this again. I just, I just find it very, uh, very weird that it, again a, a age restricted product is somehow just. In in the hands of these underage kids at a large number, it just doesn't add up when you have to have an ID in order to buy it. So again, I'm sorry. Uh, This story is just a little bit weird to me. I guess SF did a good job. You know, I guess they're trying to, you know, put the the finger on the pulse of of protecting kids. But again, if you really want to ban cigarettes, eat ban all cigarettes. Then don't ban just e-cigarettes. Ban to ban Philip Morris. Ban ban Newports, ban all of them. You're not going to do that. And to me, uh, e-cigs, to me, it, it makes it look like e-cigs are a big financial competitor to the regular tobacco market. That's what it looks like to me. And it looks like uh, the to big, big tobacco companies, uh, again, because they're not they're not into the e-cig movement at this mo- at the time, uh, they're going to try until they, I, I guess until they get a foothold themselves into the e-cig market, e-cig market. They're going to try to... Uh, uh push this line of we're gonna you know and i and i and I think you know I think they're working you know, with, with certain uh, with these groups together, uh, and, and, and tandem, believe it or not. Uh, because again, this, this could be the only way, I mean, this is the only, this could be the only, this is the only logical reasoning behind it. I mean, I just feel, uh, the e-cigarette, uh, business is booming to an extent and it is a real alternative to the, to, to the natural tobacco products. And I think it is starting to dip into that. So I, I think you're going to see, uh, the, 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 the uh, tobacco companies almost leaning on some of these bills and all. That pushing uh, any anti ee cigarette bill, I would be I would be very um, interested in seeing uh, who's behind uh, that, who's behind, who's the companies behind that, not just the politicians, not just the city supervisors, uh, and not just in San Francisco, because it's probably gonna, you know, they're probably gonna jump up in different cities as well. Eat little e cig bands because they're gonna push this little young the young kid line and all that. But you know what? Young kids are smoking cigarettes. Why are cigarettes not banned? Why are why is the sale of cigarettes and nicotine products not banned in general? So to to to, to single out e cigarettes, I think it's weird. I think it's a it's a market type of play. I I'll, I'll have to you know if I get any more information, I'll let you guys in on it. But again, if we start seeing this trend, you know, throughout the cities, uh, more and more, you know, where e e-cigs specifically are getting banned and all that to me i'm gonna just call it a money thing because again all cigarettes are bad doesn't matter if it's e-cig regular cig uh they all have their own they all have their specific health uh you know risk so to to sit there and try to single out e-cigs and try to use the teen demographic knowing goddamn well teens bought cigarettes throughout the years and all that and nobody banned those i don't want to hear it so don't ban e-cigs if you're not going to ban the actual tobacco uh tobacco cigarettes as well i think it's a bs um and i think it's just uh it it fixes part of the problem and it's just a certain sur- this is just a surface problem on top of that uh but moving on we have one more story here uh this is a very interesting story uh Coming out of Oklahoma City uh, and the New Mexico area as well, uh, but an Oklahoma City man by the name of Jim Benveen is facing felony charges for impersonating a border control, a border control, border patrol guard. Excuse me, two times, um, and also um, basically holding uh, illegal immigrants or trying to hold uh, detain illegal immigrants at the border through the use of basically automatic weapons him and uh, his group which is called the united constitutional patriots uh the man uh, can face up to three of you know, the man himself jim ben, ben and faces up to three years in prison plus uh, fines, and I think this is truly lenient because again, uh, he was he he was holding he well he was uh, in the possession of weapons. Uh, again, I don't know if those weapons were legal or illegal. However, he was holding uh, people, basically holding people hostage, which is against the law. He was impersonating a, a federal agent. Again, I think these are significant crimes. This is way, this is made way more significant than a three-year period. But again, this is the anti-immigration era that we are in. So they're just gonna slap him on the wrist, give him the three, three years and the fine. Because I think in reality, especially in this Trump climate, they want groups like this to kind of be around. They do that. That makes their job easier. They're gonna, they, of course, when it's all said and done, they're gonna lock them up too and, and do all that. But that's all for the show. They really don't want. Certain immigrant groups up in here, so they're gonna play into that. They're gonna allow those people to exist, these groups to exist. They're gonna allow these groups to get the guns. And again, like I said, when they feel like it's the the right time, then they'll come in and arrest them. But they have no problem with these people talking anti-immigrant, uh, even even uh, impersonating federal agents on the border. They really don't have a problem in this administration with that. Again, I, they I, they probably feel as though they're giving them some type of assistance. That's just me. Like I said, Ben Veen is a member of the United Constitutional Patriots uh, Militia Group, uh, which basically operates at the New Mexico border. Like I said, they will try to physically detain um, immigrants. They will also try to scare them away from the border, ask for papers, so on and so forth. Uh, ben Veen himself has made numerous uh, videos, which he has shared on Facebook. See, this is this is what I'm talking about. Facebook. Like, see, this is, this. see, y'all So, Facebook is hit and miss. Facebook will hit you up for using inflammatory language, especially if it's anti-LBGT, whatever. That's their new thing now. But they'll let motherfuckers like him post videos of of him trying to detain immigrants. Why would you even allow this to be put on your platform? See, y'all, y'all not slick. Facebook, y'all not slick. We know y'all probably in on it to some extent, too, with these, with these, political boys. Y'all need to stop playing and, and not allow this stuff to be on your platform. The man is posting videos of him basically holding people at gunpoint, trying to keep them from crossing the border. This is what the, this is the anti-immigrant world we live in. The the the, the separation of, of people in classes and social economic groups or social ethnic groups in order to can t- control the masses. Again, I, this is not a lie. Again, this is why Facebook allowed it to even be put on here. It shouldn't even be seen for people to see or like or comment on. Especially if we're gonna if we're gonna hound other people, man. I I know people that'll have their their Facebook privileges taken away for twenty four hours for using certain terminology. But we're allowing people to post to post themselves, basically telling other human beings at gunpoint not to enter a country, and you don't even have any uh, jurisdiction federally state government wise to do so facebook you have a problem where i'm starting to see y'all 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 um y'all inconsistencies i don't like it i'm gonna call y'all out on that The leader of the group, uh, the United Constitutional Patriots, is a man by the name of Larry Mitchell Hopkins. Uh, He's already being charged by the FBI for possession of illegal weapons and ammo. But this is who Facebook will allow to post shit on their website. Think about it. But then they'll turn around and put you in Facebook jail because you shared something else, something goofy. You probably shared a girl twerking, somebody, you know, complained about it, and now you in the Facebook house. But there are lit people on here that's being, pro- being surveyed and investigated by the FBI for basically terrorism, because this is what it is. This is terrorism. This is just domestic terrorism. Y'all won't call it that. The media won't call it that. But let's call it like it is. This is domestic terrorism. You do not go up to anybody and hold them at gunpoint for any reason. You don't have the jurisdiction to do so. You are not Border Patrol, Mister Benvene, and you should face at least ten years in prison for that. At least, if it was black dudes doing this, this wouldn't even be going down like that. Them black dudes would be locked up so quick. They put so many conspiracy charges on them. Don't let it be some Muslim dudes either with some guns at the border talking about they're gonna. Protect. That that won't work. But they will let some white boys do it. I'm just saying this is this is this is what the reality is. I don't. I I don't like to complain and say it's racism. I don't like to do that. I don't like to say the society is this that and the other. But you know what? This is a pure example of what they'll let you get away with if you a certain skin color. I'm sorry. I just ah, this is ridiculous. This is this is nonsense. Anyways, the group uh, the group itself has uh, about 20 armed members. Like I said, who camp out near the border. Nobody is doing anything about that. The police have not come around and locked these guys up nobody but if you see if they'll see two three black dudes in the neighborhood or in a car together they got to get pulled over this is the hypocrisy of our country and i'm gonna be here every time i get i will be sitting here talking about it with you because it is this it is prevalent and it needs to be addressed otherwise we won't know and Maybe nobody will be inspired to do anything if we don't talk about it. So it's important that we sit here and we address all these inconsistencies, all these issues that we are seeing in order to even think about having any type of solutions. Uh, The group, uh, according to Jim Benveen, uh, is going to remain on the border until until the extended wall proposed by Trump is built or Congress changes immigration laws to make it harder for migrants to request asylum. But guess what? It's it's an act of terrorism to promote black identity. Y'all keep that in mind. I'm going to take a break, and we'll, when I come back, we'll be talking some free agency, some NBA free agency. Remember, this group of white men decided they're not going to lead the border and i bet you this they won't be forced to leave the border either either but it's an act of terrorism to promote black identity awareness y'all keep that in mind i'll be right back y'all all right y'all I am back. Let's get right into it. Like I said, I got some NBA free agent notes to go over for today. I'm going to bring you all up to speed on what is going on now. At least the major moves that are going down, have gone down so far this week. Um, So far, far, uh, Kawhi is declining, or he has declined uh, his $21.3 million option from the Raptors and will become a free agent. He is still highly favoring Toronto, though, so it's looking like he just wants a little bit of a bigger deal looking like he could looking like he just wants to renegotiate a little bit more which is fine he definitely earned them their first title he's a two-time finals MVP uh, just like your boy uh, KD so he definitely uh, deserves some paper he deserves his uh, he can gain up to 190 million dollars in five years uh, with Toronto or he can sign with another team um, for 140 million over, over the course of four years so the decision is up to him uh, it's kind of just about where where his where where you know where he sees a good fit, uh, he has uh, kept some teams open though he has made some visits as well. Uh, Most notably, the Clip uh, the Clippers are considered a likely destination if Toronto doesn't fall through. Uh, there was definitely there's always there's well from the beginning. Uh, there's been talk of him going to an LA team. Uh, more than likely the Clippers though. Uh, didn't really seem like he was really into going uh to LA for whatever reason. He never said that. But again, that's what more so people were saying. I never really heard it come out of his mouth uh exactly where he would want to play where he wouldn't want to play or why for that matter. So uh, again i uh, for for Kawhi it'll be how it'll be uh more of a over wait and see and you know he'll he'll make that short. And I and I trust that whatever he, he does, he'll feel comfortable with. Uh last year uh he went uh he averaged twenty-seven uh twenty-seven points and seven rebounds. Like I said, he was a finals MVP. Really played great in the finals. Uh, top defender last year as well as usual. Uh, the Knicks are also interested as well. There is some talk about them trying to uh, especially in New York, uh, more so with the Knicks trying to pair him possibly with Kyrie. Uh, that would be interesting to see. Uh, if they were able to get it to happen, of course. Uh, the the King. Uh, sorry, the Knicks probably have the most available cash space. At this moment in time, to make a move, uh, the Lakers they're gonna have to make some move. Matter of fact, they had they just made a move uh, yesterday, trading away about three other players. Actually, they went to Washington uh, as part of that deal uh, for AD. So they got they got some more uh, bodies uh, off that off that roster, made a, cleared up some more space. So for the Lakers, um, there is an outside chance that they could get him. I don't think he's like I said. I don't think he's that interested in um in playing with well playing for the Lakers. Uh, I think there's somewhat of an interest in possibly playing for the the Clippers. I can give you that. Uh, but I would not be surprised if he stayed in Toronto. I know there's a lot of people saying he's not. Uh, a lot of people that's very, well, not necessarily that he's not, but they're not convinced that he will. Um, again, he's he's not a guy that gives too much away, which is what I like about him. Because, you know, it's like whatever happens, uh, he kind of just does it. And you kind of just got to deal with it. You know, a lot of people will t- will tell you. Uh, a lot of people do a lot of talking. A lot of people, you know, they're really into the character, you know, the character height. you know, and building that aspect of who they are. So a lot of these players will tell you, you kind of almost telegraph every move that they make, you know, Uh, but not Kawhi, you know. So he's kind of just going to make his move and, and, you know, when it happens, it'll it'll happen. Uh, Now, another move that I'm pretty sure that will happen, though, uh, is Kevin Durant moving on from the Warriors. Uh, Now, he declined a $31.5 million option from them. Uh, And he, like I said, like everybody else, he is set to be a, I think for him, he's going to be unrestricted. Well, he could be. I can't. I, that, that part don't matter. I don't think he's going back to Golden State uh, because for one, him and his agent, uh, Rich Kleiman, have been uh, visiting New York City twice uh, this week. And they've already met up with Kyrie uh, pretty much to talk about their future together. So if you any, I think one time uh, over the course of an season, and, and maybe if Kyrie went out here um maybe I can say it might be something different. Uh, but the fact that Kyrie, I mean, I'm sorry, the fact that KD left, you know, and he's been in New York for the past couple of days. It's already been confirmed that he's, you know, met up with Kyrie twice again, uh, making that trip across the country. I think it says a lot about where kd's mindset is i think he's moved on uh we'll have to see he's recently come out and, and complained about how the warriors handled his injury uh again i i i do believe that they they did mishandle it but again uh at the end of the day he's a grown man and he made the choice to play uh Kyrie. uh not why do i keep saying Kyrie? uh but Kawhi, you know he you know despite you know the the hate that came from fort, despite the negativity that that came from it, and it still does to an extent uh he decided not to he decided to take that break, so uh again, his choices is the choices that we make, so I can understand Kevin Durant being frustrated, but again that's what he wanted to do uh now, the clippers are uh an option. As well as Golden State, who is willing to offer him a five-year contract with $221 million. I think this is the most that he will be getting. Uh, however, he could sign anywhere else uh, for a four-year deal for 164 max. And, of course, he's a two-time MVP as well. So I'm pretty sure despite his – and you've got to remember, he is coming into the next season with an Achilles uh, injury. And he will not be able to play, uh, maybe not at all, next season. But teams are looking to waive that injury clause. Uh, they're willing to work with him regardless. I've already said this. Before, so he's definitely out there on the market, and I think more so than Kawhi, there's a chance for him to move. uh Of course, some other notable free agents we got Clay Thompson. Uh, I think he's more good, he, he's definitely going to stay in Golden State, though. He's very comfortable uh where he's at. If I if he just seems to be very kind of where he's at, very content. Again, he's not one of those guys like uh like anybody other than these other superstars that really get into their emotions and their feelings and they start telling you a whole lot. So if he were to move, it would definitely be a surprise because again he didn't give us any inclination of being mad or you know just disheartened or not really um you know not really feeling Golden State anymore. Uh, if anybody, if, if I mean I could imagine Golden State from you know I I think the 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 two guys that I could really see uh. Playing there out the rest of their career there um, would be Clay and and, and Steph. You know that would be the two guys that I would see uh, that would that would make it through all the fall, through all the trades, through because I think at some point uh, they're probably gonna shop Draymond Green if not this year then maybe next year uh, because again uh, he's getting older. Uh, he's not necessarily the greatest offensive player uh, at the moment, uh, and, and we'll, we'll have to see during the course of this season uh, just how good he is without you know all you know all the all the other stuff around him, uh, and you know I'm talking I'm referring about Draymond right now, but uh, we'll have to see how well he does. But if if any if any two guys stay for Golden State to you know till you know they they kick the bucket basketball wise. Uh, it's gonna be Clay and Steph. So I'm pretty sure uh, Clay stays. Uh, they work something out. Um, but again, as that's why I'm more concerned about Draymond because I think if they're able to work something out with KD and Clay, um. I don't know what they'll have left over necessarily for somebody like a Draymond Green and and what he's looking for on top of that. Once that once that time period gets there for re-signing, we also got Kyrie, of course, Uh, his top three destinations at the moment are the Nets, the Knicks. And also there's a slim chance, a slim chance he stays in Boston again. I don't see it happening, uh, I think he really just had a, a really just uh, frustrating time uh, trying to rally the troops, We uh, learned a little bit more about him and his leadership. You know disposition, and I, 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 he probably isn't the number one guy. You know, Uh, maybe, maybe he is a a great uh, number two, and uh, he's a great number one in terms of uh, having a a main scorer. But in terms of leading the team and all that, maybe he's a number two in terms of that. You know, somebody you can just rely upon to just do basketball stuff. Not necessarily to keep the team together, not necessarily to motivate guys uh, to a certain extent or play outside their means. uh, But somebody who can definitely you can rely upon to make his shot to make his shot 90 percent of the time uh he's gonna be your go-to guy so again and that's kind of hard because you know he's a point guard and you would expect him to be you know somewhat of a leader uh but again you know somewhat i think some this year kind of exposed him a little bit at least in terms of his leadership he can still score he can you know do all you know do all the exciting stuff he's a, he's a Good closer, uh. But again, he has to be. He has to show that he's a better leader, or it's not gonna work, in my opinion, wherever he goes. Uh, unless he has another superstar to go right beside him, uh, and a leader, a superstar that's a leader, not so much uh a scorer like him who's gonna just try to dominate the ball and all that, but somebody you know who can um who could lead everybody else, who can make everybody else, you know, do perform better. So he's probably not the guy to do that. But, again, he's out there on the market, and those are the top three for him right now. You also got Kimball Walker. Uh, he's getting the most of his attention, of course, from his t- current team, which is the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, they're looking to go all in with him, um, which is un- – well, it might be a little bit unfortunate because, again, that – That team there is a little bit strapped, and on top of that, financially, and on top of that, they really don't have a whole lot of talent to put around him at the moment. So, it's looking like a difficult situation if he decides to stay there. Uh, You also got interest from the Boston Celtics, which would make sense because, of course, they need somebody to replace Kyrie. Um, You got the Knicks there, too who I think have a a solid opportunity if, let's say, for instance, KD doesn't work, or let's say, for instance, yeah, KD doesn't work out. Let's say they do get KD. They can get somebody to go uh, pair with him right next to KD. KD, uh, That might cost you a little bit less than Kyrie too. So you got the Knicks. Uh, You also got a good chance uh, with L.A. now, now that they're clearing up the the cap space. L.A. has said, uh, and it's also stated, you know, all these these, uh, pundits and the the experts are saying, oh, L.A. is going to get a third superstar. They need a third superstar. So, they, I mean, of course, uh, Kimba is, is, I actually heard Kimba's name in terms of uh, possibilities the, for the Lakers as well. So, uh, you also got the Lakers here. And then also another outside team looking in will also be the Davis Ma- Dallas Mavericks, who are looking for a point guard since they traded Dennis Smith Jr. for Chris Stotts' uh Christos Porzingis last season as well. So you also got Al uh, Al Horford. Uh, he's seeking a four. He knows he's gonna be getting a four year uh, one hundred sixty million dollar contract. This is why he walked away from the Celtics, who weren't gonna give that to him. Uh, but you're smart, especially if you know you're you're do that, and you know you've been told, and you're pretty confident that you're gonna get that. Uh, he's gonna he's getting uh, interest right now from Dallas, the Clippers. Uh, Actually, Atlanta, his former team, uh, the Pelicans as well as the Suns, and also the Jazz as well, oh, and also the Thunder too. So, uh, a good mix of teams here. Uh, I think he would definitely be a good fit for the Thunder who need at least another, well, hmm, maybe they could put him on the five or something. Well, they already got a big man there in, in Oklahoma City, so he might not work. Next to Stephen Adams, I don't know how that's gonna work. He might work in LA for the Clippers. Definitely, uh, ATL needs a solid big man. Uh, the Pelicans, he would work okay there as a center for the Pelicans. Uh, maybe the Suns, but again, they already got their their starting big man. They got DeAndre Aiden. so we'll see. Uh, I think Dallas is probably the, the the big favorite here. So look out for Dallas to make a move. Uh, they're still. They're still lacking some depth and some talent there at the big man position. They did draft Mo Bombo a year or so ago, uh, but he hasn't really come to fruition just yet. So uh, definitely uh, Al Horford has some veteran uh, leadership throughout the team, and then also specifically he has talent to to the center position and or and or the power forward position, depending on where they're gonna put him at. Uh, we also got Jimmy Butler. Uh, he's out there as so the shooting guard. He's getting some uh, some some love from the Sixers, of course. That's his team that he's currently playing for now. Uh, I think that's more likely uh going to be the case that he comes back there next year. Uh The L.A. Lakers also are on standby as well. They're looking to make a move. Of course, they're looking for that third superstar to make things work. But again, they worry about that third superstar. They don't really have a complete team or starting five for that matter. So, I'm worried about the uh, about the Lakers. We'll see what they do. Uh, you also got Chris Middleton on the market, who could be on the market depending on what goes on with the Bucs. You also got D'Angelo Russell as well uh, for the Nets, depending on what goes on with Kyrie and how he wants uh, in his uh, reaction to Brooklyn. So if Kyrie comes to Brooklyn, it's more than likely that uh D'Angelo Russell will be put back on the market, but that's fine. I think he should garner garner some some good attention. He had a really good turnaround season last year. He's pretty much one of the main reasons why the Nets made the playoffs last year, so uh he's come a long way since uh, basically dry stenching on your boy Nick young he's come a long way and I'm, I'm i i outside of the weed situation, I was gonna say that i was was uh proud of him. But I'm gonna root for him. I'm not gonna say because he did that dumb situation with the weed and in the, the Arizona can. But uh as a player, he's definitely improved. So uh if he doesn't if you know, if they do bring in um Kyrie, look for them to probably move uh D'Angelo Russell to make uh to make some to make some changes there to, just so it's a little bit it's not a, it's not um, redundant there. All right, y'all. So I'm gonna call it a wrap for today. Uh, I will be back Sunday night uh, to give y'all a end of the week wrap up. Uh, we'll be going over the presidential debates on the Democratic side. Uh, they they took place last night and also the night before. So we'll be talking about those as well. And then I'll be giving you guys, uh, like I always do, the end of the week baseball wrap up. So that's two of the things that we'll be talking about. I'm pretty sure whatever news, uh, there should be some more news coming out in the next couple of days. We'll have to see what goes down. All right, y'all. And then, oh, oh, also I'll have. A, uh, a free agency update for you guys as well all right y'all if anybody hasn't told you yet i love you uh peace out one love i am out this is another edition of uh, never out of mouth and this is your man El jamal signing out y'all peace